Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Greetings, cadets. We are here to talk about the USS Callister. Come on with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We're here. <laughs> We're ready. We're talking about it. Happy endings? This must this must not be Black Mirror. Well, it's not, it's a happy ending for some, but not for all. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really that happy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, we'll get into it when we get into it. Thank you all for joining us so much here at AfterBuzz TV's coverage of Black Mirror. This is Season 4, Episode 1. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Adrian Snow is out sick tonight, but she will be covering the final four episodes with us. We will be to- doing two episodes tonight. And I did not have time to grab her DNA to make a simulation of her. Oh! She could have been right here with us. That's too bad. I'll yes, make it happen. Trapped against her will and sick, but here with us nonetheless. <laughs> my simula- she wouldn't be sick if I made a simulation of her. I'm an expert coder. But I'm not alone. To my immediate left. What's going on, guys? I'm Olivia Gabri, a.k.a. The Real OG. The Real underscore O underscore G. Thank you for having me on your, your panel I'm so excited for tonight. What's up, people? I'm Erica Edwards. You can find me on all social media at Erica D. Edwards, and that's Erica spelled with a K. So I obviously can't talk about the ending first. So we'll talk how do we feel about this episode overall? Where do we rank it among all the Black Mirror episodes? How do we feel about this whole season? Um, I think this episode was a strong start. You know, the way it... First of all, it was nothing what I thought it would be. I had no idea what it would be about just seeing the Star Trek theme. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, I thought it would be way different, and I was pleasantly surprised. I really liked it. I thought it was um, a heavy hitter, like, to come <laughs> out the box. I was like, oh, okay, we're doing big things, doing big things. Um, there were some other episodes also that I really liked this season as well, um, but this was one of my favorites for sure. This is definitely one of my favorites, and... Um I think Black Mirror, at least these two Netflix seasons, has done a very good job of giving us a very approachable first episode. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because they, the series overall did a terrible job of giving us a first overall episode. I'm talking about season one, episode one, which was not... It's the one we all tell our friends not to watch first. I think it usually goes that way. Like, things get stronger over time. Mm. They find their rhythm after the first oh, well, couple. Oh, I'm... Well, that's for a different time, but I'm saying, like, literally season one, episode one of this show was a completely different tone and show from the rest of Black Mirror. Right. That I, I'm happy that they clearly understood that after season one, episode one, that their episode ones after that have always been super strong and Mm kind of dive into, like, what the season will be about. And this season is about the USS Callister, which is an amalgam of a TV show that our lead character played by Jesse Plemons who you would know from uh, Breaking Bad, mainly. Yeah, that's what I know him from. He plays Robert Daly, and he's Captain Daly on the USS Callister, and the me that's kind of a a video nerd, a format nerd, couldn't help but notice we opened the episode in 4-3 instead of 16 by 9. So you get the black bars on either side of the screen, which is how a TV show in the 70s would have been aired. 
That is true. I was that all about that, true. and like it, just, it all felt like a episode. It all felt like an episode. Mm-hmm. And I think heading into it, I think we were all rooting for Robert Daly. Of oh, his his life is just kind of crappy, and this he fantasizes. This is how he deals with his life. Well, it almost made you feel bad for him because the first scene we see him as like a strong leader character. And of course, you don't know how it's going to turn out at that point. And then when you realize that that's not his reality and his reality, he's kind of an outcast and kind of shy. Mm. You feel bad for him because you're like, damn, in his fantasies, he wants to be this like strong you know, rock of a man, and then it turns out he's the total opposite. Yeah, and what was interesting is the way they set up in the beginning when they're on um, the U.S. Callister, uh, he's not the jerk that he actually is later. He's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, oh, our fearless leader. <laughs> they paint a picture great. for it you. It seems like the actual Star Trek episodes until it becomes later when you realize that, you know. Oh, he's... So he's the CTO of Callister Inc., and most people there don't know that he's a partner. Mm-hmm. His co-worker's name is James Walton, who is the partner and the acting CEO. And, right. like, pretty much just... And they do immersive VR gaming, which we're not that far from, guy. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, we're already building this like virtual reality mm-hmm. reality <laughs> but it, i thought it was funny how they painted the picture of like the work force because you oh i think it was very stereotyp- stereotypical to see the ceo like walking around giving orders squeezing a stress ball and then i i mean working in television personally i know mm-hmm. there's always a huge disconnect between execs and like creatives and you could see that as the coder, he was kind of like abused in the situation. Mm-hmm. Where because the CEO coming like, from the tech world, I can say that that's a, actually a very common dynamic. Yeah, right. Because the, there's a person who knows the actual, you know, the actual work, the actual code, and mm-hmm. there's a, the salesman. Mm-hmm. The other guy, there's the guy who sells it. Yeah, he's the commercial. There's guy. a, there's a Steve Jobs yeah. and a Wozniak. Like that's a very exactly. common. That's a very common thing I've seen a lot in the tech world. That mm-hmm. it's this is the this is the nuts and bolts person who sits in a corner and doesn't want to deal with everybody, mm-hmm. and this is the person that loves the deal with everybody and gets it and trusts that guy and that he kind of that person usually takes advantage of the other right. person and i think that's where we are that's where we are with da- with daily who other than it being called callister inc seems to have no autonomy in his own company that he's a partner of yeah and even just as a human being like it's it's very apparent that he's not very good at being social or communicating and having relationships with other people which of course is probably the big reason why he felt the need to create this virtual reality where mm-hmm. he's like his alter ego although in the beginning i feel like they set it up not so much that he was totally antisocial those people were kind of mean to him you know what i'm saying like the like I guess he tripped over the bag, but was the bag really put in the way? You know what I mean? I felt well, like some of his coworkers were a little bit, you know. As on. someone who's gone from a Wozniak to a Jobs, I can speak <laughs> I can speak on behalf of him. At a certain point, if the if if things keep happening to you, you have to eventually blame yourself or at least look inward. Mm-hmm. And I think what he didn't do was instead of looking inward and like, well, what am I doing that's putting people off? That right. make them make them treat me rotten, yeah. and if at the very least he can self-assess himself and go, no, I'm actually a good person. It's them, and like have like data to back that up. He doesn't do that. He he self-assesses and goes, no, they're the problem, and mm-hmm. I'm going to create a world where they aren't. And that's that's where it's problematic, and that's where the difference between a Wozniak and a Jobs comes in. And that's 
that's how I like, and we see a very slow build into this character of like, because I have seen people on forums like defend him of like, oh well, he's just a victim. Everyone's treating him poorly. Like, whereas- I, I felt like he was a victim initially. I mean, I feel like obviously he goes way too far. You know, but I, in the beginning, I, I was like, yeah, wow, he's they're horrible to him. Except for, I really liked uh, Nanette. Yeah. Like, I felt like, I was like, oh, why did he do her like that? Because I really well, felt like everybody else was like, okay, look, don't mess with him. And, you know, and she was... Well, she, she was, was nice innocent to him. Coming mm-hmm. into it. So that's the part I sort of... But I think about. because she was nice to him, I mean, he's not used to having, like, relationships like that, and it almost felt creepy to me in a way. Like, he wanted to keep her for himself in his own creepy well, way. Also speaking, as a former Wozniak, I'll say, sometimes uh, lonely men do this to a woman, where mm-hmm. they'll meet her twice, but think about her nine times. Right. That she'll become an idealized version that she can never possibly live up to because he met her twice. Mm-hmm. He met her twice and then he obsessed about her like nine, ten, right. fifteen times. Like every waking moment of like, oh, she's going to be, she's going to fit this exact mold of exactly what I'm looking for instead of realizing that that's flawed logic. And I felt like, I mean, the way he has the other people in his game, it felt like it was a punishment. Whereas well, having Nanette in his game almost felt like intrusive. Like he was trying to, you know, because he just assumed that yeah. there's no way she could like me or be in my world, so I'm going to make her be in my world. Well, and that's, but that's low self-esteem too, that he couldn't. Yeah, he of couldn't, course. He couldn't think, well, maybe this is the one that's just going to see me for who I am. We mm-hmm. have shared interests. But that's why I felt like it was intrusive because he just like went into her life and made it a part of his when he didn't have. Well, to I do also that. felt like she came in there totally like his groupie. You yeah, know what I'm saying? well, she Which came in there obsessed totally, with him and his code totally and his everything. With him. You're amazing, all of this. And Walton was like, "Oh no, <laughs> you can't have even this one." So I'm gonna come in and kind of snatch her and take her on a tour and razzle and dazzle her. And I felt like in the end she was sort of punished for that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because between yeah. Walton and Shania, that's the other girl, yeah. those, they were the ones that kind of turned her against him, but she was always like... Well, but they never actually turned her against him. He never gave her a chance that's to show how she felt about him. He he had been beaten down and played himself a victim so much and dealt with his problems internally in a way that's not helpful to work move forward with a group of people, which is your job. Yeah. <laughs> you're the, you're the, maybe that's why no one thinks you're the boss. Because you don't assert your authority. You don't do any of that. That Maybe that's why people treat you like a doormat, because maybe you act like a doormat. And I think instead of realizing that he acts like a doormat and then trying to just be more assertive and gain people's respect, he plays the victim and then just decides, you know what, I'm going to create my own world in which everyone around me is exactly how I want them. Mm -hmm. And exactly, because... And code people specifically, especially people who can create vast, incredible things do feel that way where it's like, well, I can create a whole universe, so you must be the problem. Yeah. Because I'm creating a thing. Like, And let's get into the DNA, though. Because Nanette, Nanette, without really showing an ability to treat him poorly, without... And, A, he was, like, kind of creeping on her, too. Like, he was literally stalking on her. He was listening to her against her will to find out information and then assumed, based on that information, that she'd never talk to him again. And he was, like, the girl told (laughs) Nanette that he has a staring problem, then she looks over and he won't stop staring at her. That was an unfortunate incident. (laughs) Do you get me? That he, by by himself, could have overcome 
with confidence. I know. With confidence and not creepiness. What we didn't know at this point was that he was already way far past. Yeah, he was already he way gone, gone the creepy, the creepy yeah. trail. Mm-hmm. And could you imagine a slightly alternate universe where she doubts the haters and tries to develop a relationship with him anyway and then ultimately finds out that this is what yeah. he's doing? I would like to think that maybe he would quit that lifestyle. No. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> no, I think he would. He just need the right Nanette. But I no. think be patient is... with him and share the nerdy love. But, I think it could happen. But that only works if he that only works if he doesn't seclude himself. I would argue I would argue let's say he wound up in a relationship with a Nanette, he might not have the caliber anymore. He might just have a three camera sitcom, like a three's company where there's Nanette and a bunch of other other well, friends, yeah. and that things go how he wants them. Yeah, I just I see it as like I saw him as a black sheep, and then I saw him as a predator. There we go. Right. And, <laughs> like this is his sick addiction, where you know, like he creeps around, grabs people's DNA, like even the manner in which he like grabs her cup, slips it in a bag, all secretive, and then he goes home and, like, releases to, you know, mm-hmm. do, like, he's addicted. He has, like, a sick addiction. <laughs> so, Nanette wakes up on the Callister. Yeah. And naturally tries to get out, because why wouldn't you? You know, you have to figure it out for yourself. Although, everyone's trying to tell her, like, there's no way out. Mm-hmm. Question. If you can create a simulation of a person, mm-hmm. you, he either wants them to have free will... Or he's unable to create a simulation of a person that also controls their brain to not know a not know they're in a simulation and b think they're on the Callister. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm very I was very confused. I was very taken back at the fact that they were aware that they were there, mm-hmm. and they're essentially because they have free will. They're essentially just acting because you know what by him saying, "Oh, the pizza's at the door." It's essentially just like, "Okay, cut." Like, yeah, right. Exactly. You know exactly. And I think the whole the digital clone and the fact that they still had their same memories but then like you're not actually that person you're like yeah. the copy of the person and like what's your life going to be like now like they was, were just extremely yeah. aware and he only had control over their physical beings not their mental and like is that a choice you yeah. think that he made no i think he didn't know how to make a simulation to control <laughs> their mind or he would have yeah right. I, I think that's his bad code bro it's just, you need, you need a team. It's, it's, there's a flaw in the code. You need a team, and you can't get a team, because every time somebody's mean to you, you just seclude and lose lose all self-confidence. Yeah. Robert Daly needs a therapist. That's what Robert Daly needs. That's what I really think he did, and um, I think that's how Net was able to almost manipulate him in a way. Yeah. Because she knew his weakness was his insecurities, and luring him in and making it seem like she liked him was like an easy get. Like, it was yeah. an easy yeah. route, you know? That's true. That's true. Although she had to do it just enough that if she like straight up threw herself at him, he'd know it, it would was, be obvious. He'd know it'd be obvious because he doesn't have enough respect for himself to yeah. feel like anyone would anyone would feel yeah, that and way he, about him. I mean, him. the fact that everything was totally PG thirteen shows that he he's only going to go butt so far. So, so he was always a little bit. Here's a question I have: My girlfriend and I were watching this, and we both came to the same conclusion, which is. If I found out someone, a coworker of mine, had made a simulation of me and other coworkers, and pretty much played a VR like a simulated game, I think I'd be most upset that there was nothing even remotely sexual about it. What? I'd be more upset that I'm like, wait, you don't even wait, you made a simulated copy of me and didn't sexualize me at all. How dare you? 
why would you want that? He already seems like a predator enough to be like he's a peeping Tom, literally like that, into your soul. I think that's what's creepy. But that's what's creepier that he makes this PG wholesome PG thirteen TV show version where everybody just kind of kisses and nobody has genitalia. That's I think that's he cre- really loved the TV show. You got to stay true to your craft. And he's like, okay, you know, they didn't do it on the show. We're but, not doing it here. I don't know. I'd be more offended. I'd be more offended that I'm like, but that's how you see me? why do you think me? he did that, though? Why do you think he chose to leave out parts of their body? So that they couldn't, they so they couldn't, couldn't have pleasure? they couldn't have sex with each other? Also, he can control that the simulation doesn't have genitalia, but he can't control the mind. I'm going to get out of this hole. I'm going to stop <laughs> thinking about it. I'm just saying, like... It's bad code, bro. I mean, I guess I, I would assume that he would abuse it in that way, and I was surprised that he didn't. Because he's a he seems like a predator, too. There might be more than one game. Well, okay. <laughs> there, but we you know, didn't the Sims can do it. He can't do it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like the fact that, I mean, I know that people wanted their genitalia, but I like the fact that he wasn't in there like, okay, now I'm just going to like take all my coworkers and be raping their clones. You like, see, because that that's, we- it that just takes like, actually further. really be am, creepy. And am honestly, I admitting to a dark thought that that makes more sense to me yes. than, a, than, a weird, <laughs> than a weird game? I mean, <laughs> I will admit that they all deserve some payback until he like uh, changed them into really ugly animals. And melt their faces. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That part, I was like, okay, now you're taking it a little bit too far. But Walton deserved a little bit of something. But this is like your worth. I honestly, the writer like probably had a nightmare similar to this and was like, okay, this makes sense. Because it's it's nightmarish, one, because it's, it's like a, an embellished reality, sort of. Because I feel like someone, we could get close to a situation mm-hmm. like this. However, like making it connect to real people seems far-fetched now, though it may not be. Mm -hmm. But, like, to be stuck in a world where you are stuck there forever with a person you hate that's in charge and you don't have a choice, you never die. You can't even kill yourself to get out. You are just there suffering forever. It's literally a version of hell. And one of the things that kind of... I think really made me start to feel bad for those trifling coworkers <laughs> was um, that he was punishing the simulation people for the stuff that the other people did. And I was like, you know what? Walton said something crazy and then he jumps in there and like chokes the other Walton. I'm like, well, you know what? That really wasn't him. That was the other one in the real world. And yes. so, I mean, especially after they had been trapped there for so long, I'm like, okay, just judge them by what they do in your simulation. Although I, that is interesting do we think that there was a psychological, a psychologically healthy way for him to use this tech, where he would make simulations of them, where he'd make them all sit in a room, teach them a lesson? He'd, well, he'd make them all sit in a corner and really get into why they feel that way about him, and it, maybe he would actually be able to get an assessment yeah, of why everyone feels that way about him, so he can change his life, his actual life. That's way too sane, though. True. Like yeah. that, and plus he wouldn't be able to like have his, uh, what's the sh- TV show that he's modeling it after? Space Fleet. Spa- you see, like, he he's just a very strange and obscure man. However, I, like, uh, back to what you said, to, because the human versions of them weren't aware that he was punishing a digital version of them, there, it's not fair because I'm sure they would have changed an act accordingly if mm-hmm. they knew a version of them was suffering. But at the same time, it's also like they would only be treating him nice because because they were afraid of being punished. Yeah. So if if he did that, it wouldn't be like they genuinely liked him. They would just fear him. Yep. Yeah. Which, which which is which is okay. 
Is it? For no, him, for me, like, I'd rather. For him, it's yeah, like, I mean, well, they don't really have, like right. me. I know he wants to have friends, but at the end of the day, too, I think he wants to be respected because mm-hmm. he did do a lot. He made the company what it is, and they don't respect him at all. And yeah. so, yeah, maybe you can't have everyone be your best friend, but mm. you should be respected for the work that you do. But I, I'm beating a, beating a dead horse with the, the, the like respect is earned, and he's done. He aside from what he did behind the scenes, that only Nanette has clearly seen and understood. No one else actually understands what he's done, mm-hmm. and he hasn't, in their eyes, earned their respect. And instead of worrying about what other people, instead of worrying about why people don't like him, he doesn't actually do anything to make a change for what he wants. And Fair I, to say, and or That's true. or there's an argument to say that why would he? He created a coping mechanism within this world. However, this world revolts, <laughs> and. Uh, like what he just there was a there was a flaw in the code again that's that's my argument that if he were a better coder or he had a team of coders <laughs> he would have been able to make better simulations that wouldn't mutiny that right. wouldn't actually have free will because if they're simulations anyway you're arguing they're not humans although this show gets pretty deep about this especially this season gets into the fact that like it's pretty much this has been ruled illegal in this universe so i'm all about it yeah. I'm all about it that, like, what he's doing is considered an actual crime against humanity, so that they've extended the idea of what humanity is to making a simulation based on your DNA. I mean, it's a crime against humanity, but... I, I don't know. I just... Just not a fan of him. But it's it makes you scared because we're trusting these people because we're like, oh, they're so intelligent. They're they're making our lives more entertaining, easier in certain ways, but to the point where it's so above our head that common people can't understand it, can't control it, can't fix or change it. You're mm. just trusting that this person has your best interests at heart. When in reality, they could abuse it. Well, I do feel like one of the things that this episode showed is that if you have absolute power, then that's going to corrupt you eventually. And I think, you know, that was the thing. Because even, I'm not even going to lie, it wasn't, halfway through, I was like, okay, you know, he's gone too far. But I felt like some people deserved a little bit of punishment in the beginning. I was going with, I was like, okay, I know it's not right, but they're trifling. Really? I, I was for a while, I, and then after a while, I was like, okay, now you're just evil. But uh, I kind of I kind of felt for him well into the episode, really? and then I was like, oh, okay. I caught the evil streak the second he, the second he stole the coffee cup from When Annette. he started kissing, like everyone, then I was like... It's a no for me. Actually, the second he took the, co- <laughs> the second he co- took the coffee cup from Nanette, and I realized everything we had saw at the beginning of the episode was actually him stealing the essence of a person. Right. And like, this is a deep philosophical question about like people say this about photos and video, of like to a certain extent taking someone's photo or video is stealing their essence and locking it in time, and is that okay? I see it as way different. I agree. I agree. Because <laughs> the is... image captures like that moment, whereas like his his image, so to speak, is like capturing, like creating a reality. True. And I wouldn't have felt so bad, except that the clones actually had their memories, so they kind of knew. Like um, Dudani, was that the uh, the intern that? Got the coffee? No, not 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 the oh. not the African American. The other the other guy. Um, the one that, that was coding. Yeah, I I, I forget his name, yeah, but Kuber, I know who you're Kuber talking Kuber about. Dudani. Dudani, right? He, I felt so bad for him because I felt like 
he seemed nice. Like, I forgot what he said he did. Maybe he... Something with the code for He said it was something a little minor. It was kind of minor. And I was like, that's... To me, that's when I felt like, okay... I think that was one of the things that made me think, like, okay, now he's totally insane. Yeah, I think that that was just an ego thing. Right, because I was like, okay, some of the other people really hurt his feelings, really kind of were teasing him and sort of semi-harassing him or just blatantly disrespecting him. But it's like, okay, if I bring you the wrong... Or the other guy, Nate, if I bring you the wrong sandwich, now you're going to, like, torment me for eternity. That was kind of extreme. Yeah, Yeah, like, he... Don't don't think that too far into it. Like I didn't purposely get you the wrong sandwich. I deserve to be punished for that. Like you're you're literally just crazy at that point. And to bring a child into it as well. Yeah, that was that's wrong. you didn't have yeah. to. Well, do that's that. you yeah. could punish him in other ways. Yeah. I feel like the child in the writers' room. This child felt like a necessary next step of like, what about people who will still be on his side? Yeah. Okay, he makes a kid. Exactly right. <laughs> he I, kills the kid in front of Jimmy Simpson. Because I, you know, I, yeah. I was like, all right, Erica, you cannot be on the <laughs> team <laughs> any <laughs> longer. You got to get off this boat, girl. It's <laughs> over. It's a wrap. So yeah, the kid, I was like, okay, now you're just totally, totally gone. So, so now we're to the escape. This, this big grand escape where Nanette, Finds a way, because she's the only, she's probably the only, like, coder, like, expert-level coder that exists on this ship, we're left to assume. Mm-hmm. So she finds a way that because he created a rigged version of his game, that there's a way for the game to go online. And she finds a way to go online and then DM herself. And I think that's the smartest. She was smart for, before she said who she was going to contact, I knew she was going to contact herself. Yeah. Because that's just... That's the smartest thing that you could possibly do. Plus, she's new to the company, so who else would listen to her? Well, I mean, who else? They wouldn't even know that it was her on the other side of the world, whatever. But, you know, like, she knew exactly how to manipulate herself into doing it. Because at first, didn't she get so mad at her when she ratted them all out? Of course, it was unintentional, but she's like, yeah, so they're saying that they're stuck in some game? Like, Mm. oh my god, get it, like, (laughs) get it together. Would you believe that email, though? No, but now I'm thinking, like, okay, if something like this ever happens, (laughs) I mean, I think that email does a good job priming. (laughs) I would argue that email does a very good job priming priming the real Nanette into understand into when she gets that phone call, yeah. Like right. no, no, this the, the the email. This guy's kind of weird, and then it's me. It's me. She answered every question she could possibly answer. I mean, at that me. point, she even if she didn't have that though, of course she would have done anything to save her own ass. When they're sending like nudes of her to herself, she's like, okay, what right. can I do to avoid this disaster? So is this still a problem in the future? I assumed. Every- oh my god, I I think it probably will be. It's so easy to, like, be so invasive in other people's worlds. And I just think, like, this cloud situation is something that people will fear. They fear now, and they're probably going to fear but I think, like, more severely. But I think that's a fear-fear-itself situation, where if all the photos are on the cloud, mm-hmm. and hackers can just come up and get them, then everyone's photos on the cloud are just susceptible that the idea of a leak becomes less shameful. But okay. they never specify if what the photos common. are. The photos might be way worse than we're expecting. But yeah. I always think, in my mind, I'm like, I think in the next 30 to 50 years, either the cloud, we're going to find a way to lock down the cloud, or more realistically, leaks are going to be so common 
that if you don't want a naked photo out there, you just don't you just take. Don't you take just one. don't. <laughs> you literally just analog digital you take nothing. It with film. Right. Even that's, that's even then, it. like then somebody could just snap if if somebody gets to see the film, oh, they I just guess. snap a picture with their phone. Like it's just yeah. Just you, if you don't want a naked photo out there, don't take a naked photo. It's it must have a been some world. pretty bad right. photos if she was willing to go that far. True. Well, this is my question for you guys. Um, one is, how long were they there? Because to me, I love that Nanette, you know, she's a star. She has the super coder. But I thought, you know, there were so many people that he had brought into this universe. I'm kind of wondering, like, why is she the only person that kind of figured out, like, this is how we Well, I think she's the only, she's the only coder. For they whatever like, reason, in all, in all these years, like there's never been any cute coders. Like I just, or for whatever reason, and for whatever reason, she has the most free will. I guess. Okay. Okay. I guess that would be. I would argue she's the most exceptional person he's ever brought into that, but I don't actually know. Okay. I also, I believe she was there twelve days. They just, okay. they just about said that it was the middle of December and he was going to update a patch on, right, a, on, on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. So it was like roughly a 12 day period. Right. So that, well, not so much her, but I was everybody else. everybody else because they were like, oh, there's people throughout the universe and throughout the system. And I'm like, he populated a whole only, universe. Right. She's the only cute, smart coder. I mean, there's got to be other cute, smart coders out there. <laughs> I believe there are other cute women that were, well, then, you know, maybe they're trapped as like those yeah. arachnophobia. I think they said Denise yeah. from accounting was yeah. an arachnid in exactly. on another planet, and they're like, "Oh, we saw Denise from accounting." Yeah, so. she, looks, <laughs> she looks terrible. She looks exactly. awful. I was like, "There's got to be some other smart girls in the world," but I'm glad Nanette saved them. So, Nanette saves them, and then did anybody else see this trap coming? Because he's essentially trapped in the VR world that he created. Oh, forever. And one more thing with Nanette, um, the whole her saving. I was how did she get on the balcony? I was like, is she Wonder Woman <sighs> on the real world? That part was a little disturbing. And I was like, he has all this money, but he has no like security, no cameras, no alarms. No, well, his house like, seemed really high tech when it came to the pizza man. It was, yeah, it was high tech yeah. on the inside, but the outside security was horrible. Like, how is she on the balcony like that? That. That, I found that a tad I'll disturbing. I'll suspend my disbelief on okay, that one. Right, exactly. Like, she like, wound up on the balcony. I was like, I, don't... I, was like, I like her moves. I, I think she's very cool for a coder, very athletic. She climbs walls and everything. But I was kind of puzzled by that. And so why couldn't he end the game? And why, he's in a coma forever. Like, that's that's harsh. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's not. Like, you're really just ca- caught in, like, purgatory forever. You know what I mean? To be stuck in his this world that he made up, and then is he stuck in that like machine? Right, think, is he in a coma? Like, I, th- I hate to well, be his I, physical self. I right. think physically to enter the, this game as it's presented to us, tech wise, you always go into a coma. Right, right. it's a matter of it's a matter of I think if the game is online. There's a system in place that can always wake you up from the right. coma because it's, oh, it's online. Right. He had an offline version of the game. Exactly. A modded offline version of the game. And po- probably part of the mod, and like I'm sure mods in this world, mods of this game would be super dangerous because you could literally trap someone in a coma pretty right, much and forever. That, I mean, to me, that's how I took the ending. Like, okay, now that's harsh. I mean, I know well, he was a jerk, but he's but actually a real person. It's mm. kind of ironic, though. <laughs> it's kind of, I think it's ironic because, or not even, it's just, it really is saying something because. You know, he can't get out, but essentially, like, there could be a time where people become so addicted to virtual reality over the real reality of their lives that they're not really in a coma, but they are kind of in a coma because 
they're living yeah. in this fantasy and they're True. so out of touch with their own reality. That's like I they're mean, asleep the whole time. Exactly. I mean, in theory, I guess he drove himself crazy with these people that he created. However, I feel like you know, let him sleep for a week or two. I feel like he should, he, should, he can come out. Oh, I actually I said to it. Come back. I actually had the tech wrong. So he had an offline version. He had an offline modded version of the game. Right. And they kept it offline. Right. So in order to escape, they brought it online. Right. By bringing that version online and by him running into that version online, complete with the December, the, the Christmas Eve patch, it actually, the firewall is blocking him from oh. entering because he has a modded version of the game. Right. And I thought it deactivated his version, Exactly. Correct? Okay, so... It so deact- but in deactivating his version, it also deactivated his, his, mind, literal, his right. literal hardware that's jacked into, into his, his head. head. Right. So he's stuck there and forever. I feel like that's really a sad ending. That kind of brings me down. I think this was a happy ending. He was a villain. <laughs> I feel bad. I think yeah, he was I mean, a villain, villain and this was a happy done. ending. That's too much time for but the crime. But it's never I'm an sorry, ending. That is too much that's time. like a never-ending punishment. Harsh, man. Like, I think that's a very leave, fitting leave, punishment leave for what he did. Leave him there for a few weeks or something, but not I mean, for Well, someone will eventually find him, right? You're really... No, you are so Team Hardy over here. I'm trying From the beginning. I am. I mean, I feel bad And he's not going to be stuck there forever. Like He's a creep. Get him Nobody's going to miss him but, he's, until he's, like, No, but, like, if I didn't show up... To, well, I guess there is the physical limitation of how long can he sit there without water, which would be two days. Exactly. And so if somebody doesn't guy, find nobody's him... Nobody's going to find him in that well, raggy actually, apartment from the outside. They, actually, it's no. Christmas Eve. No, you're right. He's going to die. He's going to die. It's Christmas Eve. Nobody's, com- nobody's coming for him for, like, two weeks. At, le- at least. Until they need another... Some more coding so done. Because everyone his... has to come back to work, and then it's going to take them a week to realize he he's hasn't not, come right, back to work. They're not going to re- realize he's not there. But if his physical person dies, does his digital person die? His brain ceases function. So Yes, because he... there's no simulation of him in the place. It's actually him. Okay. So, so if his brain ceases to function, he dies. I think I'm okay with him dying. I'm okay See, with him dying. I am not okay. He didn't kill any He's a predator. People. He's a They're, predator. He's a sicko. They didn't even have genitals. I mean, come I know, on. but they I were think... really nice. I liked them a lot. But he, they weren't real really? people. But he yeah. was trapping somebody in a fake world for his own pleasure for years at a time. That's that's even though you're not using it to sexually adventure somebody, and stuff. I just think that it's <laughs> it's like gross. So it, it is gross, but I don't feel like he needs to go. Death is not hope, the hypothetically. Well, he just needs to go see a therapist then. Maybe. Hypothetically, I'm 12 years old. I create a bunch of action figures that have sentience, and I treat those action figures so poorly that they mutiny on me and kill me. Was is that my? Am I not the victim? Am I the victim? Wait. I created something with sentience, and that something with sentience did something that ultimately killed me. That's ultimately my fault, because I created sentience. But they're not... Wait a minute. You cre- he created simulations in a right. world that could kill him. That's on, that's on him. <sighs> Flaw in the code. It's on him. That's bad code, it's bro. bad coding. Code, I will agree baby. with you on the bad coding. <laughs> that's bad code. You don't want him to have free sad. will. It's just... I do feel sad for him. Simulations well, of free will can kill you. Don't do it. He, der- he deserves a punishment, but death? Oh my gosh, that's so harsh. He <laughs> created he created a universe with simulations that decided what happened to him. And they decided he's torturing to kill him. them, and they could never be relieved of their suffering. But he's the only one that's real. I mean, he... What know? is but real? They can feel well, real not. pain. They could feel pain. They could feel that they were, stop- they were being suffocated. They could feel that everything. So... You know, you're you're making these people suffer for your own pleasure, and that is gross. And 
and they're to flying die, around though. the universe, and he's in a coma for eternity. Yeah, that's a well, no, and they're well, they're, they're flying, dies, they're flying around the video week. game. Yeah. Who wants to be stuck in a video game for the rest of your life? A video game, because that's what they are. They're digital. Mm -hmm. But, like, and then Gamer691, who is Aaron Paul. (laughs) This is the ending. I loved that. I love Breaking Bad. So let us know in the comments how you feel. Was Robert Daly the straight-up one-dimensional villain of this story? Or is he to die at the end? Or are there people who think (laughs) that this was unjust to Robert Daly and it was actually... Uh, I didn't. Re- I thought this was like one, the one of two happy endings in the history of Black Mirror up to this moment. That I was just like, oh, a happy ending. What? This <laughs> never happens on Black Mirror. Yeah. I didn't. This is the first I heard a case for Robert Daly. So let us know in the comments. We will get I, involved. Maybe I'm the only person, but I don't feel like this I don't, is the, only the answer. <laughs> Typically speaking, on a panel, if there's a panel of three, and one person feels one way. There's probably a hundred thousand people that agree with them. <laughs> And it's a I matter mean, of everyone else. Punished, but I think being killed in the real world is a harsh punishment for your simulation. That's all I'm saying. He was a jerk yeah. and everything, but and he was evil. That's why sure. his simulation's against the law now. Yes. Or possibly them. Yes. They never made that clear. But we're going to be back here to talk about Archangel in minutes. But if you're watching us post-dated, you can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F. M-A-N-N. And where can they find everybody You else? guys can find me on Instagram and all things social media at the real underscore O underscore G. You can find me everywhere at Erica D. Edwards. And that's Erica, E-R-I-K-A-D Edwards. And those of you watching live, stick with us. Everybody else, just keep watching because the playlist will take you to the next one. Uh, Thank you and good night. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.